0: What's going on, everyone? Um, so glad to be here. You guys are probably wondering where my guest is. He's in the green room, waiting in the green room. <laughs> but we're gonna bring Olivier in in just a minute. Um, I can see him. You guys can't. And uh, but I figured, you know what? Let's do housekeeping. Let's do all of that fun stuff. And then we will bring Olivier in and get rocking and rolling. So I want to know, how is everybody doing? And of course, as always, I want to know where you guys are tuning in from. I just noticed Wretched Watchman. What up, dude? What's going on? Another fellow brother who wears his lids, you know, flat brim, backwards. I know I just shaved the beard. And I looked I did, yes, I did shave it. Every now and then, I just get tired of it. And I just shave it off, and lo and behold, this is it. This is what uh, clean shaving. This is what I look like. Yeah, whoa, who is this guy? Yeah, I know. I know. Some of you guys might think I look funny, but it is what it is. Um, so let's see. Who do we got in the house? We got Louisiana's in the house. Uh, who else do we got? Let's see. <laughs> Carly said, look, oh, looking smooth. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, eventually it'll come back. I'll get lazy about shaving all the time, and I'm like, forget it. I'll let it grow in. Um, yeah, I the beard. It's gone. It is just for a little while. We got Southern Ohio's in the house. Uh, let's see who else. We got San Antonio, Nevada. Um, Hi from the cheesehead state, boy. See, this is where I would need to bring in Olivier to tell me where the cheese. They could hear you, dude. If you where's the cheesehead state
1: wisconsin
0: thank you okay i know i should have paid more attention in class i get it but we got wisconsin we got massachusetts to south africa thank you ruthie kentucky uh north carolina's into Hayaos, paris hey that's our backyard right back over here so we got cali south florida um let's see linda pellet Terry. that's Italian italiano we got an it italian piruleti? piruleti pel pel terry pel terry she's I from think
1: she's a friend of mine she uh, she uh, used to come to my bible study
0: well there you go lexington kentucky she says i'm terrified in lexington <laughs> lexington kentucky so we'll have to pray um definitely keep you in our prayers if you're terrified over i can we can we know why it's r-o-t-f-l i'm not sure I'm not I'm not in on the acronyms. I'm sorry. Um, We got Shirley from Ohio. Hey, Joanne, she is our sister from Northern Ireland. Hey, top of the day to you, Joanne, from Northern Ireland there. Do you speak any little? Can you do an Irish accent there, Uh, uh, Olivier? Can you? No, no. I've been working on a French accent for (laughs) 63 years. Well, I can do a French accent, everybody. But Olivier does not sound like this. Um, so, okay. I'll, I'll keep going. We got, uh, Arizona, Indiana, San Diego. Uh, it says, Oh wow. You look older. I know I look more distinguished without my beard. What could I say? Uh, Indiana. Um, let's see. We got Wyoming, a lot of folks in the house. And I want to just give a quick shout out to Joshua who joined the chat? And he is all—he's hailing all the way from Taiwan. So if you guys can yeah. remember to keep Joshua in your prayers, um, he said things are pretty chill. He feels safe right now, but you know things are crazy. And as we all know, things can change really, really quick. So we got lowly man for Christ, Kevin Foshizi, brother. What is going on, Virginia, Michigan? Everybody, this is so good to have you guys all in the house because we have a very, very fun one today, a good one, a very um, something we should all be very well aware of. So before I do that, folks, let's jump into um, a little bit of housekeeping and we'll bring Olivier in. So this is the Serpents and Dove site. I'm going to constantly be pushing this just because, not so much for my sake, but because of all the guests that the Lord has allowed me to be able to be blessed with and you guys blessed with alongside me. So share the website with as many folks as you can. Time is short. If you guys enjoy the content that you see, if you like it, and you want to um, come alongside the ministry, support it, you feel led by the Lord to do that, you can do so by clicking on that donate button right there. I know I've been getting a lot of requests for stuff in the shop. I'm still trying to figure out the best way. And you know what? I'll ask you guys right now. Let me just come back over here. Olivier, sit tight, man. I'm, I'm coming to you. Coming to you. Um, I would love to know uh, what you guys think of pre-orders. And one of the reasons why I, I think I'm going to go pre-order route is because, first of all, I don't... I don't have the room and nor do I want to have a bunch of inventory sitting here. And then it just takes forever to get it out and cleared out. Uh, and second of all, it gives me an opportunity to do things, I think, even better. And uh, the the only downside, and this is why I'm asking you guys, are you guys willing to take the wait for a month as I take pre-orders and then we get sh- things shipped out? So they would be all limited runs Small amounts, and um, it'll be top notch as always. Good stuff. So, love to hear what you guys have to say about that. I'm going to reread the chat, anyways. But we are here. Let's go over to Olivier's website. And you know what, Olivier, um, talk us through. I know you can't see the site right now, but this is your fight the new anti Semitism. It is newantisemitism.com. Right. Tell us about the website
1: uh this is my uh the website when i place my uh, my articles and uh and other links and other uh you know my, my books and, uh, and in different uh, uh materials so this is newantisemitism.com the other uh, area that uh, i invite people to go to is so they can order the books on the website as you see right now as it's like going through the screen yep. but the other uh, place where i i put a lot of current stuff is my youtube channel which is, uh, Olivia Melnick today through Jewish eyes. And that's where I want to invite your, yeah, that's it. That's it. I just placed one today on Jesus Beelzebub and the unpardonable sin, which is a question that a lot of people have. And, and it's actually, uh, in, in context, a very simple answer. Uh, so, uh, it's, uh, it's a, a new video I put today and I do a daily devotion, uh, one to one to a one and a half minute, the one minute devotion. And I, I have all kinds of different videos i put there uh, daily and weekly and that's where i want to invite people to go and subscribe because most of my content is always going to be on on youtube uh, at this time but the other website newantisemitism.com is also getting my articles and that's where you can order the books and and the dvds and things like that
0: let me go to your shop real quick uh, folks if you guys go to the shop tab right there there is all of the material right there you guys can get it Uh, top-notch stuff. I would highly encourage this one right here, End Times Anti-Semitism, the book, Um, or if you guys want to get both the DVD and the book, you guys will be blessed. Like Olivier said, go check out his YouTube channel. Amazing stuff. Highly, highly encourage you guys to share it, subscribe, and um, I know it says subscribe here because I'm in Chrome, but in Safari, I'm actually subscribed because I'm not signed in here. So don't give me grief that I'm not subscribed to Olivier. How come you're not subscribed? <laughs> I, you know why? Why did I I'm know just kidding. I, this would be a good time now to bring Olivier in? Why did I know you were gonna give me a hard time about that? Right? <laughs> well,
1: first of all, people people say that you look. You, I feel like I'm doing a. A podcast
0: right now with a 12 year old <laughs> a 12 year old oh look- man what does this guy know he doesn't know anything he doesn't know what no, he's no, talking about the beard,
1: the beard you look like <laughs> you, you look like a 12 year old you already acted like one I, exactly
0: like one. well why do you think i had to grow the beard because if i didn't grow the beard people wouldn't you know they wouldn't think that i knew anything which i still kind of question myself about that anyway so folks Listen, we're in for a treat. Olivier, thanks, dude, for coming on. I really, really My appreciate pleasure. it, man. We we My were pleasure. on not too long ago, uh, about, what, a month ago? Something like that, maybe? Something like that, yeah. And that was a good talk. Folks, um, if you guys are watching this post live stream, I want to encourage you guys to go to the YouTube channel, check out the podcast that Olivier and I did, and uh, you're only going to get 15 minutes of it on YouTube. The link to go to Rumble to watch the the entire thing is right below it's in the description for that podcast and i want to encourage you guys to go check it out it is an amazing amazing podcast olivier i am blessed 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 to have you on i mean that dude i really mean that it is an honor always so blessed. well
1: it's uh you know uh, you and i uh only met recently yep. but uh the connection was immediate and, yes uh you know so uh, i'm glad to be back on your uh on your channel and i hope we do many more and we are have you
0: soon on mine as well to, uh you know, to make fun of you on my <laughs> turf. You know what? I should have put a picture up of something here. And folks, just sit tight with me. Um If and- you pull Inspector
1: Clouseau, I'm just leaving the room.
0: <laughs> you read
1: my mind, dude. No, I'm totally kidding. No, the- no, no, no.
0: No, 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 I, no. I I, just wanted to show something here Um, Oh, I I know
1: where it's going. I know where it's going. Let me me just
0: go over here and just show this. There we go. There we go. (laughs) So, folks, you guys know that who was in the final, right, was France and Argentina. And, of course, the spoils go to the victor. And I was going to wear my Argentina jersey today. But I thought that would be too much for Olivier to handle and I didn't want him to walk out in the middle of the podcast. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess this is just gonna be a podcast with me. Olivier's just gonna sit there. Um, okay, listen, listen, I'm not sorry at all. I'm not sorry. <laughs> you should be, you
1: know, it, it is it is an accomplishment to make it to the final in the World Cup it no is. matter whatever country it is. And you shouldn't be sorry. You guys deserve to win. And... uh
0: yeah it yeah, was a good game you. no it was. yeah i know it's a it's a it's a brotherly kind of godly hate which is a total oxymoron right it would have been
1: it would have been a lot it would have been a lot more fun to be in the same room and watch
0: the game together. it would have been a lot more fun yep you bet hey listen we have uh melissa tate here that said olivier milnick we need more of you and we do man we need more olivier milnick, dude. well i can
1: only there's only one of me and then you can find more of my stuff on my channel and yes. uh, I uh I I go anywhere I'm invited to speak the truth. So Amen. anywhere, churches, podcasts, I'm I'm available.
0: Amen. Amen. So um so see so you guys, okay, I gotta show you. This is crazy. I cannot roll my mouse over Olivier because look what happens when I do that. You guys see that little bottom thing there? That's the zoom window. So annoying. Hello. Which means that I would probably have to make Olivier bigger. And we don't want to give Olivier a bigger head. No,
1: no. My wife, my wife will agree with you that this is already the biggest it can get.
0: Oh man. Okay. So folks, listen, we are in for a treat. This was totally the Lord, the way that the Lord um set this podcast up. Because Olivia, you and I got on the horn yesterday. We got on the phone and to talk about hey, uh, we
1: we had set we had set the date. Yes, the date was already selected, but we, we were gonna discuss what are we gonna talk about?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I have had this little booklet here for probably the last 20, 25 years. This belong I don't know who this belongs. Maybe my dad could be, but I got it anyways. I'm going to show it to you guys. And I showed this to Olivia and I said, you know, I would really love to talk about this. What do you think? And I showed them this little booklet right here. What the Bible And I says.
1: said, oh, you mean this one?
0: That's it. Look at that. Different
1: cover, because mine is probably a little older. Well, no, yours might be even the first first edition. Yep. You know, the current cover is even different now.
0: Yes. So you're going to—I love when the Lord works in unison. The Holy Spirit will work that way, and I think this is great because— and I'm going to let Olivier loose. I think I'm just going to throw things out at you. I'm going to read a little intro, and then I'm going to let loose, and we're going to go through as fast as we can— we're going to go through 12 facts to answer the question of what rights does Israel have to its land? And um, I think the majority of you guys already know the answer to that, but you guys will see this book was written in 1983 by Pastor David Hawking, not the Mormon David Hawking, the God-fearing evangelical um, spiritual giant David Hawking, and... Uh, you you have, uh, it was kind of cool how you told me how you met Pastor David. Would you be cool um, sharing that with us? Uh,
1: I, I, I would love to. I Go mean, for I'll it. make it brief uh, so we can get into the word as soon as possible. But um, my, uh, uh, my relationship with, uh, with David Hawking goes almost, well, it goes 40 years now uh, because uh, the man started to pray for my salvation before he even met me. My, uh, my, my wife, uh, of 40 years this coming October, uh, her father was an elder at the church that David Hawking was pastoring in Santa Ana, California. And, uh, she went to France to be with this Jewish man. Uh, and I, I was not a believer at the time. She wanted to, you know, you know, we had fallen in love and, then and, and my, uh, Uh, my uh, father-in-law at the time went to his pastor, David Hawking, and he said, I'm really concerned. My daughter is left for Europe. She's in France with this young Jewish man, and he's not a believer. And and, uh, Pastor David said, do not break communication with them. Continue to pray for them. Continue to talk to your daughter. And we're going to have to start praying for the salvation of this young man. What is his name? So my father-in-law said his name is Olivier. And David Hawking started to pray for my salvation in 1981 is i pretty close in 1981 and i i I became a believer in the summer of 1983 and then moved to the states and we, we i met him i went to his church for a while then we moved to different states and we became friends and i started attending his conferences and 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 i've done a lot of things with him he has been an incredible one of my early and continual mentor in the Bible, uh, David is like an uncle to me, hmm. uh, and, and and a dear friend and a mentor. That's, uh, what can I tell you? When when yesterday we talked about. Going over this little booklet as almost as, as not almost, but as an homage to our dear brother, yeah. David Hawking. I, I thought, you know, this is wonderful. We need, we need to do that. So people will get really, we're not going to reinvent the wheel. We're going to polish the wheel. Maybe Amen.
0: Amen. So, I like the way that you put that, brother. That was so cool. I'm telling you, I, I really uh, have always um, admired Pastor David. Uh, when I used to go to, I've said this before, I used to go listen to Pastor David Hawking. At Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, this is after his Santa Ana years over there. And I'm telling you, um, he will he will give you cramps in your fingers looking through Scripture. I mean, he is so quick. Uh, he'll bounce you all around the Bible. And I think that is, that's an art that is lost these days. Yeah. It's yeah. very people, rare.
1: People don't have a hunger for the Word anymore, so yeah. they just... They, they barely touch the surface. And David is also uh, one of the few speakers uh, or Bible teacher who really doesn't need a microphone.
0: Yeah, amen. No, he does not. He has a <laughs> booming voice, and he's tall. Well, at least he even used to be, I don't know, six-something. He's got to be yeah, over 6'3 yeah. or 6'4 because he's a big dude. He is mm-hmm. a big dude. But hey, listen, folks, I know um, I saw a comment here um, that we we have another book. I, I'm always... I want to just make it clear that I'm always this is the main book. The Word of God is the main book that we need to be the most familiar with. I think one of the reasons why I like to read books by authors such as Olivier, uh, Pastor David Hawking, Pastor Tom Hughes, Eric Barger. I mean you guys can see I have th- this is just a few books and and Olivia, you have an extensive library yourself. I, th- I have a few books. you do. I think this is just my opinion. Obviously, I think there are books out there that will um, enrich your study in the word. And what I mean by that is they'll help us maybe better understand something that uh, we don't quite comprehend. Or um, sometimes it could be a little difficult to to understand, I guess, the easiest Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Right? Right. So again yeah, but it
1: goes it goes back to, to 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 the Bible I mean if it if any book that we study uh will take us away from the word of God then then we have to you know question you know is Amen. this really where I want to go yep. if it confirms uh if it helps us understand and connect some dots like you know like uh Fruchtenbaum has helped me uh, you know uh connect oh, yeah. a lot of dots yep. uh, uh um uh David Hawking has helped me connect a lot of dots and yep. and and it's just it's it it makes us uh, you know better Christians and, yeah. and and then in turn we can help others.
0: I agree, hundred percent. So with that said, um, this little booklet here, can we still get it? Can I put the link? Because I tried finding, yes, it. I, I went
1: I went on the site today just for that reason. Uh, if the people decide, you know, this there are people who call ministries. Yes, You, know, yep. you can. The reference is BK. That's for book. BK one zero
0: one four, let me put that in there. Let me put that BK
1: one zero one four and it's five dollars. Okay. I mean, and and, and we want to make this clear. Neither uh, Pablo nor I are making any money on this. No, no, this is a a pure uh, 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 God's providence yesterday. We we, he said, have you ever looked at this book and I pulled it off my shelf within five seconds and I said, yes, I have. And we decided we're going to talk about it because it summarizes Israel biblically very succinct, you know but very good so it's on the website you go to hook for today i mean uh, davidhocking.org that's the website
0: okay let me let David me write davidhocking.org
1: David and if you go into resources and the booklets i think like it's like the you go down and it's maybe the 10th one or something like that you, the cover's a little different but uh it, it's there and, and what is it uh, bk what bk1014
0: okay um, I put that I just typed it into uh, the comment section. I put call hope for our um, call hope for today. Uh, you could order the book or you could go to the website davidhawking.org check their resources Bk1014 right Olivier
1: BK1014 correct. Perfect.
0: okay cool. So folks we're gonna get started because we have got a lot now uh, Olivia, are you cool if I just read the in, uh, the couple first paragraphs as the intro? Because I think it sets the stage. Pablo, I'm cool if you do anything you want as long as you don't remind me I lost in the World (laughs) Cup. (laughs) I'll try to do that at the end. I don't want to get you upset during the podcast. Sound good? Okay. Very cool. All right, folks. Let me get this is uh, the very beginning and this is how the book opens up. I think it's fabulous. It says. The great crisis in the world today that underlies most of its international problems is the issue of authority. Now, folks, remind, I want you guys to remember this was written in 1983. This is over 40 years ago. But how apropos, it's like he was looking ahead. How did he get that? Here, the Word of God. I mean, Pastor David Hawking was a student of the Word of God, and that's what we're going to constantly encourage you guys. And we speak for ourselves as well. We're not just telling you guys. All of us need to do this. So continue. This current generation speaks continually about, quote, rights. We discuss the rights of individual human beings on this planet, the rights of nations, the rights of various minority groups within those nations, and the rights of various political religious views as they relate to life, liberty, wealth, human dignity, and, of course, property. But a basic question still remains. Who has a right to say what our rights should or should not be? Does that right or authority belong to the one with the most money, the most people, the greatest need, or the most powerful military machine? Are questions of authority based on who is the strongest? Next paragraph. Closely related to the problem of authority is the problem of morality. Can we have morality without authority? What makes anything right or wrong? Who has the authority to determine that? When we ask what is the right thing to do, who can give the answer? Secular humanism and its relative standards of morality have not given us any help. Man left to himself provides no solutions, but rather places us in a moral vacuum with little or no authority or leadership. So when we come to the issue of Israel and its land, people ask, what rights does Israel have to its land? And I think that would be the perfect springboard. I'm going to turn this over to you for us to get started. Let's go there. What rights does Israel have to its land?
1: Okay, now, now I, I keep... I keep looking at this booklet and before I even start with the first point, I just want to say something. This is a, a little, very small page, real estate, and it's 20 pages. Yep. Anybody who would get this would read it in probably 15 minutes. Yeah. This is more information about the right of Israel to the land, biblically speaking, than a lot of big books and long videos on
0: YouTube. I agree. This
1: as this has never I and mean, there's nothing better than this in my mind on Israel's right to the land.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I just Agreed. want to say that. No, I it agree. Amazes me how short it is. I agree, hundred percent.
1: The first and and I have you know and I hope I'm gonna send the link. We're gonna send the link of this show to uh, to Pastor David so he can watch
0: it and, That'd be and great. enjoy it. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, so be careful what we have to be careful what we say about the <laughs> okay? I don't think it's going to be an issue because no. we both
0: really like them. We love, we love you, Pastor David.
1: Yes, we do, we do. Uh, but um, uh, I have used several of those points and some power that I have uh, put together for my own teaching the, the people I teach because they're they're well they're well organized. The fact number one. This land belongs to God. And he quotes Leviticus 25, 23. The land shall not be sold permanently, for the land is mine, for you are strangers and sojourners with me. So That's, you know, that at the foundation of Israel's right to the land is the fact that God is saying, whatever I decide to do with this land, to yep. give it to you, the Jewish people, or give it to another group or or." It it really is mine. That's right. It, it belongs to God. So so the, 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 we're gonna find out from the Bible that the land belongs to to the Jewish people and their descendants, and this is clear biblically speaking. Uh, but but not the, the Jewish people shouldn't be cocky about it or arrogant, going like this is our land. And because you know you, you go back to to Leviticus and it says that it really is God uh, uh, lending or say, the, you have the the. The title deed for the land. That's but right. at Any moment, it it you know it's still mine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's number one. I like how we put that as fact number one. God owns it. Period. I mean, obviously, God owns God owns it all. He He spoke the universe into existence. I mean, He holds the world in the palm of that's His right. hands. He owns it all. Specifically, this tract of land, and it's amazing to me that as we ebb forward into the last days that the focus is more and more and more on this small tract of land. Now, we're going to get into the fact that it wasn't always a little sliver, like the size of uh New Jersey, but the the original land, which is the Lord told, uh, gave Moses an outline back in Genesis 15, 18. Um, we're going to get into that too, but uh, it's cool. Yeah, fact number one, the land belongs to God That's for sure. Lord.
1: And uh, I... Um you know, I, I guess I can add this at any time. I, I wanted to say this. Uh there are different we gotta be careful how we say this on YouTube. There are different religions, different sure. world religions, and I'm thinking of one in particular that will try to conquer the world as much as they can get.
0: Yeah. If you
1: catch my yep. drift. Yep. Uh, and and the Jewish people, Israel, has been of course accused of you know being colonialists and 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 and, you know, uh, and uh, occupiers and uh, uh, and you know get the land, get more land. But God, I don't know if you knew that, Pablo, because it's not in the booklet. But uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure you've read this before. A lot of people read this, but they don't necessarily connect that dot. God in Deuteronomy chapter two. Uh, I just love that in in chapter two, verse four Let me and get five. There. I'm getting there. Deuteronomy yep. chapter two. Yep. Verse four and five, um, and command the people. God speaking here, and command the people, saying, "You will pass through the territory of your brothers, the son of Esau, who live in Seir, and they will be afraid of you. So be very careful. Do not provoke them." For, listen to this, I will not give you any of their land, even as little as a footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. This is, you know, God gives the land of Israel to the Jewish people, yep. but he's also saying, don't even think of taking a inch of something that is not yours. That's right. And he repeats that in Deuteronomy uh, 2, 18 and 19 with another people group. When he goes... Uh, Um, uh, Let's see. The Moabites. Today you shall cross over at the border of Moab. When you come opposite the sons of Ammon, do not harass them nor provoke them. For I will not give you any of the land of the sons of Ammon as a possession, because I have given it to the sons of Lot as a possession. So twice, at least twice, God is telling Israel, I've given you a, a, a specific uh, amount of a of, of landmass with, with specific boundaries. And we'll talk about the real boundaries as opposed to the the, the current boundaries. Uh, but he's saying, don't even think of taking anything
0: that I haven't given you.
1: Just yeah. concentrate on what I said is yours. Leave the rest to me, yeah. and th- which is not the case with other people group, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I totally get you. Absolutely, 100%. It's important for us that as, um, and if you guys want to take notes, please, by all means, take notes because like, Olivier, like you said, this tiny little booklet right here outlines probably the best I've ever seen the argument for Israel and its right to the land, trust deed to the land, and obviously it belongs to God number one. So, uh, and, and I would I would encourage you guys to write the scriptures to each fact. So fact number one, the land belongs to God. That's Le- Leviticus 25, 23.
1: correct. So uh, fact number two, the land was given by God to the descendants of Abraham, Genesis 12, 7. Then the Lord appeared to Abram, and at this time he's Abram, he's not even Abraham yet, and said to your descendants, I will give this land. So at this point, it's not clear yet who the descendants of Abraham or Abram right. are, because we need to fine tune the the, the, the family line a little further to 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 confirm that we're dealing with the Jewish people because at the at the at the Abraham level it could be the Jews or the Arabs. Yep. So we're not there yet, right? It's, you know. It's, it's it's too soon, but uh, so and it basically, it, you know, the the but the land was given by God to the descendants of Abraham. So, uh, did you want to add anything to that? I,
0: I want to actually make sure that we read the scripture. So I'm in Genesis chapter three fifteen, uh, which is the second part of the verse. He said uh, thirteen fifteen. I'm sorry, thirteen fifteen. Three
1: fifteen is the is the seed of the woman. You're right. Woman. The
0: seed of the woman. Yes. Um, Yeah, and that's a whole other story. But uh, it says, For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants. I love that last word there, forever. That's forever. Um, And then if we jump over to uh, chapter 15 of Genesis, and I believe that it is verse 18 as well, it says, "Um, On the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land this is the, the border that he outlines from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. So um, that's huge. That's massive.
1: If, if you take Israel today... And um, and you look at Israel and forget about the disputed territories. For I never call them the occupied territories yeah. because you know they're occupied by their rightful owners. Right. So uh, they're they're the disputed territories. So you put Judea and Samaria back on the map, which is what people call the West Bank, yep. and Gaza back on the map. You've got this full sliver of land that is modern Israel, the modern state of Israel. Sure. Uh, but this is not even close to the the boundaries given by uh, by God to Abraham at the end of chapter fifteen of Genesis. When you read all the different people group that that God is listing there, it, uh, it, it, it it Israel today, including what they don't even have because it's disputed, but if you include that, that would all that would be the size of of New Jersey. Yep. And the Israel that will be fulfilled will be in the, I believe, in, and I think you do too, yep. in the millennial kingdom, in yep. the thousand-year reign of, of Messiah, in the in the messianic kingdom on earth after the seven-year tribulation. The size of Israel then, and I'm really, really happy to say this because I moved here a year and a half ago <laughs> uh, from Washington State, will be twice the size
0: of Texas. That's huge. That so is huge. So you take huge. two
1: Texas together, that is the millennial Israel.
0: Yeah, and that's enormous. I mean, think about it. Uh, in, in and it's not gonna even look the way that it looks now I think it's gonna look quite different in you know in in its yeah, makeup I mean who
1: knows who knows but it's gonna be a lot a lot bigger so yeah it's that's, gonna be uh, huge huge that's number two uh should we move to uh, fact yeah number let's go eight? to fact number three yep the gift of this land to Abraham and his descendants was based on an unconditional covenant from God this is so so important yes. This is so important. Genesis seventeen. Tell you what, I read the. Uh, you, you, let's let's keep going this way.
0: I'll, I'll let you read the scripture. Sure, that would be great. So, Genesis. If folks, if you guys have your Bibles, I would encourage you guys to turn to the scriptures that um, that we got going on here. So Genesis chapter seventeen, verses seven to eight say, "And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you and their generations for an everlasting covenant." to be God to you and your descendants after you also i give to you <clears throat> and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger all the land of canaan as an everlasting possession and i will be their god
1: so it's it's interesting because uh, i did not plan it but you know i do a daily devotion i read my bible in the morning and god will give me a verse or two verses and i'll do a little commentary on that verse that morning, so I don't know what tomorrow is made of. Right. I don't know what the next day. I, don't, I every day is fresh, and today uh, I think it was today. I mean, sometimes I get mixed up. It was <laughs> Genesis 12, 1 through three, and it was the importance of the Abrahamic covenant. Amen. Which is if 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 you're a Christian and you do not understand the foundational importance of the Abrahamic covenant, you are reading your Bible. Uh, in a way that is not going to, it's not going to come together.
0: Olivia, to let let me. I need you to clarify real quick because you we're, we're talking about covenants. Okay, the difference between an unconditional covenant and a conditional covenant. I was going there. Oh, see, I'm sorry, I uh, jumped ahead. No, 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 no. I bow Absolutely. my head in shame. <laughs> no, no, no. This, you
1: know, we, we're thinking, we're thinking on the same line. We this are is good. We are. Uh, uh, God made eight covenants with mankind and out of those eight covenants five of them are made with israel specifically and out of those five that he made with israel four out of the five are uh, unconditional and eternal i have a whole teaching on my youtube channel by the way on all the covenants so you can find it there with more details and a lot of scriptures that we can do in, in 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 one show but the the five covenants that god made with israel are the Abrahamic Covenant, the the, 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 the um, Mosaic Covenant, the Land Covenant, the Davidic Covenant and the New Covenant. And yes, friends, the New Covenant is made with the House of Israel and the House of Judah, which is not the church. It includes benefits for the church, but but it's not originally made with the church. Right. Some people yep. think because they're Christians, it's a New Covenant. It's for us. It was made with Israel and in and, and Judah. At first, Jeremiah 31, 31 through 35. We'll get there later in, in, in uh, in the program. But those five covenants, one is conditional, the Mosaic Covenant. It's the law. It's the commandments, 613 commandments God gave to the Jewish people. You do this, I will bless you. You don't, I will curse you. That's a conditional covenant. That's right in the case of the Abrahamic and the three others that came out of it the land Covenant giving the boundaries and the promise of the land the Davidic Covenant promising a Messiah from the line of David second Samuel and then the New Covenant in uh, Jeremiah 31 31 through uh, 35 those are all coming out of the Abrahamic Covenant which is the foundation and being unconditional is critical why because uh because if it's unconditional it means that god did not say like in the mosaic covenant if you will then i will god simply said i will yeah it's not and so what it means is that God is giving this, he's making the promise to Abraham and his descendants in Genesis 12, and he's ratifying the covenant from the promise in Genesis 15 and, and following. And he's He's basically giving the land with no condition. He's saying, this is what I'm doing yep. I'm, I, because I want to. And so it's never, ever based on Israel or Judah's performance.
0: That's right. It's only
1: on God's
0: character. That's right. Never
1: changing, never lying, God's character.
0: Which one is the conditional covenant? If you do this... The mosaic, that's correct. The mosaic,
1: because it's based on obeying the law. You obey the law, you'll be blessed. You disobey the law, you'll be cursed. But guess what? The Abrahamic covenant was given before the mosaic covenant, and it was unconditional. So even when Jewish people do not obey the law, they get punished. Here's an example. For seven years, they did not... uh, um, Uh, let the land uh, rest that's right yeah so what do they get they get seven years in um, uh, babylon babylon Captivity in babylon but i can't think of the scripture right now but there's a scripture clearly saying that even when they were in babylon god never reneged on this covenant they're there for a time for discipline for to let the land in israel you know rest Mm -hmm. and to do the proper thing and then they're back and you look at the end of the book of daniel uh you know the end of you know they're the going back to the land ezra and nehemiah so so the the covenant was never broken listen friends if god breaks his covenant which is unconditional and eternal, then he can break any other promises he made. And and our salvation has absolutely no foundation. And we could just lose our assurance of salvation because of the blood of Messiah shed on the cross. He could change his mind and say, yeah, I I don't believe that anymore. You just, it's not the way to get saved. So this is very scary. It's not, it's reassuring because when you look at how he has kept his promise with Israel to this day against all odds, He's, he's, that's just so amazing
0: yeah me. yeah it is and i mean think about it what nation how many diasporas has there been
1: well there's been uh, well the, the first diaspora the first the the first um, uh which the um, captivity was in egypt yep uh, then you had the babylon
0: and then and the, then uh 70
1: 70, 80, 70 AD. you could say probably the third uh, the third uh, diaspora and it's really been you know ongoing ever since and now and now the jewish people are coming back to the land in unbelief yeah which is a prophecy being fulfilled uh, based on uh on the later chapters of, of ezekiel
0: the valley of the bones the dry bones right right 30, yep. uh, ezekiel 36 through 39 yeah, Correct. The, uh,
1: you know the, all those chapters speaking of the jewish people coming back in unbelief we, yeah. we we are seeing it and, and and anyway i mean this is going to be a long broadcast <laughs> it
0: is if we, it is if we continue this way it's going to be long but you know what i think it's important uh because uh it, we we need to really dig deep in scripture we really need to know exactly why it is that what the bible has to say about the land it's really really important like you just mentioned right now there was there's been no other nation in all of history that has been dispersed and has come back together, has been dispersed and has come back together. That's three times. This is the third one. They're coming back, the Aliyah, right? And they've retained, they've retained uh, their language, they've retained their customs. Um, I mean, think about it. That's that's never been done ever. The, the, the Hebrew
1: was a was a dead language. Yep. There was only uh, when I said dead language, it was not being used in a conversational, um, you know, uh, everyday manner. Uh, it was only used for liturgy in the synagogue to recite the prayers. And, and that's always been that way. But then uh, in the late, uh, uh, late 1800s, uh you know the jewish people Rabbi. start going back to what was then called palestine we'll get to that in yep. a few minutes i'll talk about palestine clearly uh, we need to explain the term uh and uh and hebrew was reborn as a modern language yeah and the man who's behind it his name is Eliezer ben yehuda yep who went back to israel and he put together the very first uh modern hebrew dictionary and um and he had to add words that did not exist and they keep adding words that did yeah. not exist.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. And
1: now that's it's, huge. it's 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 alive again. It's been alive for like a, you know a, um, you know over a hundred years. Modern Hebrew is is in Latin is a dead language. Sure. but Latin is used in a liturgical way in the Catholic Church. Yeah. But it's a dead language. It's not being used anywhere.
0: And it's not going to come back. Not to be used as a main language. The crazy thing is, is the way I see it. God is so good. He kept the pilot light on, right? He kept the pilot light on because he knew he was going like to have to light the furnace. So um it's really important that you know we we think of it in that way because it's never been done before okay so um, five. yeah let's do it wait no number four number
1: four uh oh number four sorry i've already turned the page i thought okay number four uh tell you what let's also give our audience uh on number three uh david hocking added a couple of scriptures as well he added some 89 30 through 37
0: Yep, let me read that. It says, If his sons forsake my law and do not walk in my judgments, if they break my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness I will not utterly take away from him, nor allow my faithfulness to fail. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne, as the sun before me, it shall be established forever like the moon, even like the faithful witness in the sky.
1: There, there, there are several places in the Bible where God clearly says, My covenant I will not break. I will keep my covenant. And, and so we, it's it's important uh, to understand that. Uh, and, and by the way, friends, the reason why we know that the Abrahamic covenant uh, uh is not going to be broken uh, is because even though it involves abraham and god uh god if you read in chapter 15 of genesis god put abraham into a deep sleep yep. and after abraham split the animals which was the 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 custom back in those days to split animals and it, walk through yeah. the animals with the other party and that was like a handshake and and and, and you would say okay i i I signed this covenant with you. And if, if I do, if I break it, then you're free to go. You're, you know, you're not bound by the covenant anymore. But when God did it, he put Abraham into a deep sleep. He kept him in as as the other party him and his descendants of the covenant. But only the Shekinah glory, the glory of God, went through the split animals. So since God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and God doesn't lie, we know that this is not going to ever uh change. It's Amen. eternal.
0: Amen. Absolutely. And you know what? Let me just let me just say for all of us that that should be encouraging that our Lord our savior, our Jesus who died on that cross, he is the same yesterday, today and forever and he says he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. And so that should be an encouragement because yeah, things are crazy around the world, but man, this is so encouraging to know that our Lord and Savior has our back. And he's coming back soon. Go for it. And,
1: and you no, no. I, I. This is super encouraging. And even, even as we do the Lord's business, in in Matthew twenty-eight, you know, the last words of Yeshua. What what is he's saying here in the Great Commission, you know, he says, "Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commend you." And lo i am with you always even to the end of the age amen Amen. And, and so he's you know our salvation is secure and everything we do for the lord everything we do to serve Him, day in day out is with us yeah he's got our back if i want to have somebody if there's if i'm going to pick one person to have my back i want it to be Yeshua.
0: amen and you know what i'm going to quote pastor david hawking so if pastor david hawking you're going to ever hear this Um, Pastor David Hawking, in one of his sermons, and it was on the pre-trib rapture, he said, the older I get, the more I see the depth of my depravity. And I agree with him, because I think what he was saying in that sense is the older we get, the more we see our deep-seated need for the Lord, for our, our precious Savior, because we realize how sinful we are, and what, what a precious gift that, that the Lord gave us as he, he died on that cross and He rose from the dead. And, and to each and every one of us, obviously, the older we get, we realize what a precious gift that is. And I'm just blown away as I read, as we're talking about, Olivier, as we go through and see God's faithfulness to Israel, that should encourage us to also know, well, God's faithful to Israel forever. He's going to be faithful to us forever as well. Right. Absolutely. And so that should be encouraging. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw that in there.
1: No, this is good. This is this is the this is exactly what we wanted to do. Um uh, Are we on fact number four?
0: Yes. Fact number four. Uh
1: This land was not given to the descendants of Ishmael, but rather to the descendants of Isaac. Amen. Okay. Who are the descendants of Ishmael? A lot of people, when I when I speak in churches or conferences, they, they, they tell me, well, uh, you know, I asked the question, I said, who, how do you define who is a Jew? And people often will say, well, a descendant of Abraham. I said, well, that's a good start. Yeah. That's not enough. That's right. That's not enough. Uh, you know, you have to be, uh, you know, it's like telling somebody, well, who's a Texan? Or well, a Texan is somebody is, 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 is an American. Well, it's a good start. Yeah. But not all Americans are Texans.
0: That's right that's right
1: you know so you have to be an american and you have to be from texas and if i was to say who's a texas a texan from dallas you'd have to be an american from texas from dallas that's right then you can say i'm i'm I'm," you know you can say all this it's the same with uh descendants of abraham abraham had had, uh you know before he had the son of the promise isaac he had a son with his uh with his wife's maid hagar Hagar, and from that union Uh, brief union, was born Ishmael. Uh, Ishmael is the father of the Arab nations. Now, there are promises also made in the Bible for Ishmael uh, that are clear. But nowhere in the Bible, I mean, if you can find a verse that says it or or a passage, please show it to me. But I've read my Bible many times. I know it's not there. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that the land that that uh, uh, that God defined, whose borders God defined, uh, and explained to Abraham when He said, "I give it to your descendants." Nowhere is it given to all descendants of Abraham from Abraham's level. It, it it's fine tuned into Abraham's descendants, son Isaac, the son of the promise, and Jacob, and through the twelve tribes. So. That's this is how I define a Jew biblically. A Jew is a descendant of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob through the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. That's is who the Jew is. Yeah. If you're just a descendant of Abraham, you're a descendant of Abraham. There's nothing wrong with that. But that does not guarantee that you're Jewish. You need more. Uh, more uh re- it needs to be more precise through isaac and jacob so when when uh when david wrote this based on the scriptures and uh you know and saying that uh um uh the descent of the descendants of isaac not ishmael people you know will often say well you you're you know you're an islamophobe or you're anti-arab no we're not we're just reading what the word says that's right and I have, and i know david i know his heart i've known him for 40 years he has you know i i have people when i go to israel i i, I spend time with people who call themselves palestinians they friends and and, and and vendors and things and i have nothing no, no no problem getting along with people whatever they are whoever they are i don't care yeah i really don't care and god doesn't either but his program and, and, and what he decides to do with the land of Israel has never been to be, get, it's never it, it, part of it is not to give it to the descendants of Ishmael.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's crystal clear.
1: It's, when, you, when you look at the size of Israel compared to the size of the Arab world, why should people even care? I mean you look at you put Israel on the map, you've seen that map of the of, of the Middle East with the little sliver of red, yep. which is Israel, and and this big uh uh big yellow of all the Arab world, and you go like, and why is Israel an issue? Yeah. So small. It's an issue because Satan is behind it. That's, That's right.
0: Why. Yeah, and you know what, really quick, uh, and and I know I'm gonna touch on this as we go through the study of the book of Judges, but I've always found it um so relevant that the Lord will oftentimes tell us, uh, hey, this is what I'm going to do in your life. And when the Lord tarries in coming through with that word, even though he will, oftentimes we take matters in our own hand and go, well, maybe what the Lord meant, maybe what the Lord meant was this for this to happen. and And that's really what we're seeing here with Abraham and Hagar, right? And um, the Lord was crystal clear to Abraham. He said, no, in verse uh, uh, verse 19 of chapter 17 in Genesis, I believe, let me see, um, where he said, No, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his descendants after him.
1: Hey, well, Abraham, look at God, or responded. He's probably were going like, well, have you look at me? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm, 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 past the age of procreating, okay. <laughs> but you know, and it's they were both like in their 90s. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's you know, from a human standpoint, it's just not even going to happen. It's, it's not possible. But uh, so sometimes, you know, you're right, uh, Pablo. Uh, God has a plan for us. He tells us He's given us a promise, and then we just we don't have the patience
0: yeah yeah
1: just well you know maybe god forgot or maybe he meant this or maybe maybe god needs my help god does not need an assistant
0: that's right that's right he doesn't and uh, but
1: that's you know so abraham wanted to kind of maybe speed up the process and uh, let's get moving here because you know i'm not getting any younger let me get a son going
0: i know right one or two (laughs) one or two
1: or twelve okay
0: um okay so fact number five
1: This land was not given to the other sons of Abraham, but only to Isaac. Yep. Uh, And he gives us the reference here, and you want to read maybe in Genesis
0: 25, 5 and 6. Yeah, so Genesis... Genesis, And then right after that, Genesis 26, 3. You bet. So Genesis chapter 25, for those of you... Okay, again, here's another wonderful quote from uh, Pastor David Hawking. Only Spirit-filled believers... Um. Only what? What did he say? Only spirit-filled believers take notes. That's what he would say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it was, is, oh yeah. yeah, that's a joke. That it is a joke. Yes, it's a joke, folks. It is a joke, but it's hilarious because that's the kind of sense of humor Pastor David Hawking would have. Anyway, so for those of you guys taking notes, this is Genesis twenty-five, five to six. It says, "And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac." But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, uh, he, sent, he sent them eastward, away from Isaac, his son, to the country of the east. Next chapter, uh, verse 3. So Genesis 26, verse 3. God said, Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father.
1: And he's in right now in the context of Genesis 26, God is speaking to Isaac.
0: Yes, correct, correct. Not to Ishmael. Yeah, we we
1: have we have to repeat that.
0: Yep, Um, yep. And again, I want us to keep always in the back of our mind how faithful God is to His words. If God says He's going to do something, you can bet your bottom dollar that that's going to come. God is going to come through on His word. He bats one hundred percent. I don't. Did I say that right? He bats. How do you? I don't. Anyways, I butcher those sayings, so don't
1: don't ask me for any sports analogies. <laughs> I don't do
0: sports, and then when I do sports, we lose. So forget <laughs> it. Yeah, we won't go there. We won't go there. Oh, oh, you would love to go there. (laughs) I know I would. Um, So, yeah, God is faithful. Praise the Lord for his faithfulness. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: And it goes... Okay, so we're almost at the Jewish level now because we're at, you know, Abram, Isaac, and it goes one more level. Fact number six, the land was not given to the descendants of Esau, but only to Jacob. Yep. And we get that uh, in... um, uh, Let's see. We got it in...
0: (laughs) Well, he he talks about here... um, esau right because uh you kind of clarified there in one of the verses that you shared in the beginning that he gave to esau what he gave to esau and And he did he did absolutely he did and he was very specific he said you're not gonna i'm not even gonna give you a foot of that land i love that because it's
1: like it's so you know it's like be content with what i'm giving you i'm giving it to you it's yours nobody's gonna be able to steal it it will be fulfilled exactly right. the way I promised, but don't go elsewhere. Again, don't take matters in your own
0: hands. That's just right. Just like just said.
1: I think the scripture you want to read is on, on the bottom of page 8 on my version, yep. which is Genesis 28, 3 and 4.
0: Yeah, and it says, May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be an assembly of peoples and give you the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants with you, that you may inherit the land in which you are a stranger which God gave to Abraham again. I think the Lord is constantly reiterating. God gave to Abraham. God gave through, you know, through Isaac. It's important for us to remember that. Okay, so um, uh, let me read something real quick that Pastor David Hawking wrote, which I think is really important as we're talking about the fact that the land was not given to the descendants of Esau. He goes on to say that some people have argued that the birthright and blessing still belonged to the descendants of Esau rather than Jacob because of the unusual circumstances involved and because Esau was the firstborn son. But as you know, it is not always the firstborn son that is chosen by God. And he gives an example here, as in the New Testament uh, book of Romans, chapter 9, verses 10 through 13, it says this, And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even by our father Isaac, For the children, not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand not of works, but of him who calls. Continues, it was said to her, quote, The older shall serve the younger, end quote, as it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. So I wanted to make sure that we got that distinction in there, that like it says here, that doesn't always go to the firstborn and God had a plan already even before they were knit in their mother's womb God's plan was already unfolded even as they were being developed in the womb so it's important to note that
1: and, and, and it's very important and then you 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 move forward to Genesis 35, 9, uh, 9 through 15 when God uh, uh when, when when Jacob wrestles with the angel of the Lord yep. and when he changes name and and again in that uh, in that passage, uh, and I'll, I'll read that one if you don't mind. No, go for it. I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations are proceed, shall proceed from you. Uh, hold on. This is am I reading the right thing here? Uh, yeah, verses eleven and twelve of that passage. The land which I gave with which I gave Abraham and Isaac, I give to you and to your descendants. After you, I give this land. So again, I'm, he's talking to Jacob. This is God. Talking to Jacob and saying, "The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I give to you yep. and your descendants." So now we are two generations removed, or, or maybe just one generation is removed from uh, from the possibility of being all descendants of Abraham. It's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then. His descendants which you know of course uh, Jacob had 12 uh 12 sons so when we read about all the different uh blessing that uh that uh, Jacob uh, gives his 12 sons in chapter yeah. chapter 49 of, of Genesis Here's something that that I want to bring up uh to the attention of of, of your uh, your audience yeah please uh, uh, do uh, uh just a simple number Genesis has 50 chapters that's a big book. Okay? Yeah. A, it's a really big book, long book, yep. 50 chapters, 11 chapters on mankind and 39 chapters on the Jewish people.
0: Yeah, what does that tell you?
1: Not although we're
0: better and smarter, isn't it? <laughs> but not as good in soccer. Not as good in soccer. No, at least not <laughs> in, actually not from in Fran. France. Yeah, not in France. Those that are in France. Not and Jews from France. <laughs> Gosh,
1: let it go! <laughs>
0: you got you got four years do you got four years man four years till the reckoning <laughs> i love it i
1: love it it's all done in love but he really uh it's not because we're better it's not because we're smarter it's not because sure. he didn't even says i think it's in numbers that we're not and i think i think david actually has that scripture somewhere
0: uh, I, you know what while you're looking for that i find it re- i love what um how pastor david makes this distinction he says make no mistake about this god did not choose jacob because he had done many things to deserve it. He did not choose him because he was better than Esau. He did not even evaluate the deeds of his life. He right. made the decision before he was born. So who has the right to say whose land this is? Again, we go back to the beginning, God Almighty, period. That's right. That's it. That's right.
1: It. And it's not—but uh, uh, but, but the, the point of Genesis, when you look at Genesis, the story of the patriarchs and the whole, the whole final chapters uh, about Joseph and his brothers— uh, uh, it's 11 chapters to establish mankind. Yep. And, and there's a lot going on in the first 11 chapters. When you yeah. Think about it. Yep. So creation, the fall, the flood, and everything. Uh, and then, chapter 12, verse 1, God speaks to Abraham. And for the rest of Genesis until the end of chapter 50, it's all about the Jewish people. Let yeah. me just set the stage for how I'm going to carry out my plan for mankind. My plan for mankind is going to be accomplished. Through israel and the jewish people all the way to the end to the point friends that yeshua jesus is not going to return at the end of the seven-year tribulation until israel corporately says baruch haba hashem adonai blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord he himself told the jewish people before he ascended surely you will not see me again until you said blessed is you who comes in the name of the lord so yeah. the Jewish people. God is not done with Israel because if God is done with Israel, if Israel is no, is no longer relevant, then Jesus is not coming back.
0: Yeah, you know what? And I think, and, and 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 also to add to that, we know that that's in complete surrender and acknowledgement to who Jesus is to them at that time. You know what I mean? Correct. One hundred percent. One hundred percent
1: israel will uh at the end of the tribulation according to Je- zechariah 12 10 the jewish people will call upon the one who they have pierced and mourn yep. for him as one mourns for an only son uh and 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 that's that's the time where where the jewish people in the land at that time will go like you know the, those who survived the tribulation will go like okay it's time that we get our act together he is the messiah we better call on him and that's when jesus comes back
0: amen you know so what exactly. as- as you're talking man i'm thinking we got to do a prophecy conference somewhere where we have we have this topic come up because it's so important in in the last days to talk about you know especially in light of so much happening over there in the middle east and a lot more is going to happen this year folks guaranteed 100% keep your eyes on the temple mount keep your eyes on israel keep your eyes on damascus iran a lot's going to happen but It's important. I think it's a huge, huge topic, not that the other ones that we talk about when it comes to Bible prophecy, but again, I've said this over and over, and Don Stewart is the one that says this time and time again, Israel is the hour hand, Jerusalem is the minute hand, and the Temple Mount is the second hand. What does that tell us? It tells us that Israel is the centerpiece of Bible prophecy. And so it's important for us to make sure that that gets addressed, because you can't I don't think we can talk about end times Bible prophecy without talking about the importance that Israel, the role Israel plays in it, because they're going to be front and center for the whole thing. So
1: absolutely, and uh, it's uh, our good friend uh, Andy Woods. Uh, you know, he, yeah, he, I, I was talking to him yesterday, and this came in a conversation again, and he said, Olivier, I am convinced that as we're like in the end times right now, the church is going to be divided into those." into in, in the, the the christians view on israel yeah yeah it's going to divide the church who who supports israel and who doesn't amen you know, i agree at, at the end of the day and i i agree with them and and so uh well we you know we're having a conference like this at andy's church uh, uh at the end of uh february at sugarland bible church Perfect. If you their website uh you know probably you probably know don perkins yep
0: yep uh, love don love and
1: you are going to do a, a, a an israel prophecy conference so if anybody listening if you live in the Houston area, you know where Sugarland is. Uh check out the website. It's a great conference and we still have room. Anyway, yeah. that, was no, a, we, no, that was a shameless plug. I
0: love it. No, it's not shameless at all. I, I encourage people if you're in these areas and you're able to get physically get to the church and fellowship with like-minded brothers and sisters and, and learn about Bible prophecy, you will be so encouraged. I'm telling you, it's one of those like mountaintop experiences where you go, you're refreshed, and you're ready to go back. And first of all, you're armed with uh, the knowledge that Jesus Christ is coming back soon, why that is, and then you're armed with the fact that you can go back and the urgency of sharing Jesus Christ with people. So it's huge. If you can go, I would, I would totally go if I if I was able to. But uh, we really don't have any pastors in California that preach Bible prophecy. Are you serious? <laughs> No, as if. Yeah, because you
1: guys are. You I got you are, this
0: time, dude. I totally got you. This you got time. me. I'm counting.
1: you know, like, oh, you know, Tom Hughes and Jack Hibbs and I'm. Mean, I'm gonna get.
0: I'm gonna get nasty emails from. I'm gonna get nasty grams from from people. What are you talking about,
1: dude? was. You got me. That's you know. It, it's hard to get me. It's I had really to get hard. you. I had
0: to get you because you got me on the Yamaka deal, dude. I turned beet red on the last podcast when you said, "What's a Yamaka." <laughs> when I said, oh, yeah, "Don't yeah, you yeah, call yeah. it a yarmulke?" You're all, "What's a yarmulke?" All, uh-oh. Are,
1: are you planning on taking questions on this? On yes, this I platform? am. If we
0: could get through this, if well, I if no, I shut up. Well, I tell up.
1: you what. I, unless you have, uh, unless you're too busy on your program, we're right at the half point on this booklet. Should we do a part two at another
0: time? Yeah, let's do it because this is because great. Because
1: we we we've done about an hour. And you know we can do part two of the land of Israel yep. and 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 but I'm not going anywhere. If you want to take Q and A's, yeah, right now. no,
0: let's do it. Let's do it. Um, uh, so we got through fact one through six. Uh, what we're gonna do briefly on the next on um, part two, we'll just quickly review the facts. Maybe by that time, I'll tell you what, folks. Look, I'm gonna get my hand on on a few of these booklets. And Olivia, you started something when you gave away your book. I want to show everybody. I have a stack of books. Look, I know I'm always talking about books. I have a stack of books. These are to give away. Um, Can I have them? Yeah, no, not to you. Oh. <laughs> so I'm gonna get my hands on some of these. I'll order some. And on our next part two, uh, we'll we'll think of some some good questions. Olivia, you think of some good ones, and we'll send those out to to folks. In the meantime. If you guys want to get your hands on this book and read ahead, you can do that. I think I put it in the description somewhere in the beginning. Um, I don't know if my lovely mods, if any of you lovely moderators are able to go back and see where I put that and maybe um, post it back up there for people to to check out. That'd be great. If not, I'm going to get some and we will. You know
1: you know what I want to, uh, I, I, I just thought of something, I mean, I don't know if it's the lord would put that in my head or or if it's you know i i think it is uh um uh, i i want to challenge your audience sure okay please uh what i if i were you you know after this this broadcast and maybe part two that we'll do as soon as we can find time on our schedules Yep. what i would do if i were you is i would get a copy of this little booklet and again it's only five dollars on on, on Hoof for today's website. And then we're not getting anything out of it, no, except the, the pleasure of knowing that the word is being spread. Amen. Uh, uh, it's, it's a blessing. I would get a copy of this book and I would personally go to your pastor and said, I don't know if you've ever, ever seen this book, pastor, but I want to give it to you. It's very, very, because pastors don't have time. Yeah. So if you give them a small booklet like this. He said, you know what? They'll read it. Just gift it to your pastor. I said, I wanted to let you know, I read this book and it really solidified my understanding of a biblical perspective on the land of Israel and I wanted to give you a copy of it.
0: Amen. I think you if should. everybody
1: listening today would do that to their pastors. You might change the view of a few people. And it, 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 it could be very influential.
0: Amen. I totally agree. Sorry. I'm kind of messing right here with the questions. I have them right here. Um, if you guys want to send your questions in, keep feeding them in. But uh, let's start with um, let's start with brighter Christ, shall we? This one's a question for you, and the question is: How come Olivier doesn't live in Israel?
1: Because Olivier, first of all, is not from Israel. Olivier is from France. Uh, I don't live in Israel. It's a good question. People have asked me regularly: uh, Why have you not made Aliyah yet? Um, I tell you why, because there's no doubt in my mind that the ministry that God has, has entrusted me with is a ministry that takes place mostly in America. I have a ministry of, 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 of teaching and educating the church about the Jewish roots in a conservative, dispensational approach from a conservative dispensational approach but also educating the church on the danger of anti-semitism the history of anti-semitism and the danger of the modern anti-semitism and how to fight it and how to use it in jewish evangelism yeah so that I, i could do some of that from israel but i would reach a lot more people from this country and actually i was looking at my schedule for this year i'm going to be teaching in nine different countries but my base is 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 in america and including israel i will be teaching in israel as we take a group at the end of the year uh so i'm not called to be uh this this could change yeah this could change but i'm not called to make aliyah uh i i I, god has clearly called my wife and i to be here and to minister in the u.s as a base amen it's cool now
0: Hey, so I did not know this. Bima Seed Academy, Jacqueline, our, one of our lovely mods. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, you said you're Jewish? That is cool. I did not know that. She says, I am Jewish, so I'm essentially Messianic because he's my Messiah. Well, yes, you are. That uh, would be true. That would be true. I did not know that. That is very, very cool. just found something out about one of my mods. Lovely. This is great. Super and, cool. And I
1: just I thought just, uh, it has nothing to do with the Q&A, but another fact that we need to settle this for, for good, Okay. Israel is in the Bible. You know we have the prophecy about Israel all over the place, but nowhere in the Bible is there any prophecy about France or
0: Argentina. That's right. Yeah. So we need we need, you and I need to shut up. <laughs> we do. Really, we, <laughs> we do. I think. Well, I'm. I'm actually the one that should be jealous because you're Jewish, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is nothing. God doesn't. God does not make mistakes. I know. Okay, so question. Uh, pronounce this. We have a gentleman here. Did you get that question? Uh, where is it? I don't see.
1: The, I don't see the question.
0: Okay, hold on. Let me see. Uh, Rui Duarte de Andrade uh, says Olivier. C apostrophe E S T. How do you pronounce that in French? C apostrophe E S T. Say, and then F F R A N, and then it's a C with a little squiggly line. A I S. C'est français. Yeah, that's what he wants to know. That's what he wants to know. For you, Olivier, say français
1: with a with a a question mark. Yeah. Well, the 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 person wants to know uh, Olivier is this french
0: is, is Okay speak speak to him in french dude he wants bien to sûr know Tu peux
1: dire conseil je suis né à Paris j'habite aux États-Unis depuis 40 ans mais je suis né à Paris en
0: 1959 et j'ai habité en France pendant 27 ans voilà. There you go that is so cool dude you got to do you got to do a podcast in french that sounded cool
1: yeah, I can reach the one, perc- the one tenth of one percent evangelicals in France.
0: That would be super cool. Well, I hope that that answered that one question, Rui. Uh, and that, how do you say the R U I? How do you say that name? R U uh, I. R U I. R U I. Yeah,
1: Rui. Uh, Is that- I'm not sure it's a French name though, Rui.
0: Rui, yeah, Duarte de Andrade, and then I don't well, that know. That
1: sounds that sounds Spanish to me.
0: It does, right? Rui Duarte de Andrade, and then I don't. Yeah, know but I, I mean,
1: know. I mean, it can be the origins, but the person is wanting to know if I'm from France. Yes, I'm from France. I'm not from Canada.
0: Okay, yeah. So, okay, uh, correction. Ruthie, my moderator. Um, she said I. She told me about Jacqueline the first time she was on, but I have to. I forget these things. I totally forget in space. So. Kudos to Ruthie. She did tell me, and I totally spaced, but I'm still blown away. That's cool. It is great, great, great. Okay, so um, let's keep going on. Uh, Let's see how many we can get through here. Question, do you think the Great Tribulation starts after a Jubilee year? I don't know. That's good. I love that. You know what? I love that about you. The fact that you could just say, I don't know, because there are questions I don't know. either.
1: I, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. And you can take that one to the bank. The Great tribulation starts after the rapture
0: that well, after the 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 covenant is signed. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah okay. the
1: rapture and then the covenant is signed between the Antichrist and Israel. That's, and that's correct. The starting point of the seven year tribulation. Yeah. And that's Thank a great.
0: yeah, no, 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 for sure. And that's a subject that we should broach. I will definitely broach in another podcast because I, I've mentioned it before. I'm a firm believer in a gap between the rapture and the start of the tribulation. I don't know how long, but there is definitely a gap. We'll talk about that some other time. Okay, so a question. I just found out there is a satanic church in the small valley I live in. The children whose parents send the children whose parents send there, will they be raptured? They have no choice in going there. So, I think essentially what you're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, the name is Watch for Jesus is we're getting into the area of the age of accountability. Yeah. So I'll let you answer that one.
1: Uh, You
0: know, uh, I don't have...
1: uh, uh, How would you answer
0: that? And I'll tell you if I agree with you. Um, I would definitely look... uh, Again, only the Lord knows when a child reaches the age of accountability. Correct me here. So we have bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. So for the boys in Jewish culture... And, and again, you're the you are the authority here. At the age of thirteen is when they're considered to make their own decisions as adults, or at least start thinking as an adult. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. And I will stop right there for a second. Sure. Let's just talk about bar mitzvah because bar mitzvah is biblical, yep. bat mitzvah is a modern addition.
0: Okay. And that's the girls, the da- right? The, da- the daughters. The daughters, correct? Daughters. Yes, yeah. the daughters. So. Uh, when it comes to the age of accountability, and again, this is a this is a good subject to talk about maybe in a future podcast. Only the Lord knows what that age of accountability is. It is my firm belief that until a child reaches that age, if the rapture happens today, if that child is going to uh, a church that he had no choice in going to, I believe that that child will be in the presence of the Lord. Period. And I also believe the same thing for those that have uh, mental handicaps. And uh, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt, they are not able to make, they can't come to that decision on their own because mentally they, they just cannot. And God is so merciful and gracious. And that is my belief. Again, this is a topic that we can talk about at a future time, but the age of accountability is exactly what is in question here
1: yeah and the the in the age of accountability is not necessarily the age of maturity correct because, correct you know, today today a 13 year old and and, and for a while not even in this generation but a 13 year old jewish boy uh might you know uh, uh legally according to jewish tradition and jewish law uh might be uh uh you know might become a man uh according to jewish tradition yeah but i can promise you that when i turned 13 which was about just about 50 years ago there was nothing uh mature about me and i was not able to make the decisions that yeah I as an adult man. same so here it's it's more of a it's more of a traditional decision now it's based on the bible when uh when yeshua was uh was 12 years old he was. uh but he had an advantage. He was God in the flesh. Yeah, uh, he, he was debating right. the uh, the Pharisees at yep. the temple, and he was kind of you know stomping them on their own uh, on their own theology. But that's that's a, a unique situation.
0: Yeah,
1: edge of accountability. I, I'm with you, Pablo. I think you know God knows when a person is able to make a decision, and if it, once the person is able to to process and 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 choose. I don't want this, or I want this, and they choose to to go against it, that's when God says, okay, you're accountable.
0: That's right. And Amen.
1: From this point on, uh, if that person dies without Jesus, then they will be in the lake of fire and brimstone for all eternity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, God is a gentleman. He will not force himself on anybody. But I love the way you put it. When a child, or let's say a young teen, gets to the point where they are able to understand no, I do not want this, no, I want this, then God respects that decision and will allow you to go down that path. Now, let me encourage you, if you have kids that, are, that have either walked away from the Lord or have never actually come to the Lord, prayer is huge. Prayer is huge. And until the Lord doesn't sound that shofar and come to get us, we have the privilege of interceding for our children, and I would encourage you guys to constantly do that, because God does hear our prayers.
1: And uh, Pablo, I'll take it one one step further, not yeah. just for kids. Uh, in my own life, I prayed for 28 years for my mom and dad. My mom survived the Holocaust. My dad was in, in in Paris during the war. They didn't know each other. They both survived the war and the Holocaust. And both Jewish parents, I prayed for 28 years for them. They knew what I believed. We talked about it. We argued about it. And after 28 years, on the same Saturday in Paris, I left my mother to the Lord, and five hours later, I led my dad to
0: the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So, so be so encouraged. Don't,
1: don't, don't, do not stop praying for your loved ones. Parents, children, siblings,
0: keep praying. Amen. Amen. Yep, absolutely. Uh, okay, I know that was a bit off topic, but I wanted to make sure that I addressed that because um, I know that there are some of those that hold— obviously, we all hold our kids near and dear to our hearts, but that's, that's something that— a question that a lot of us really hold on to big time. Okay. This is a good one question. Since we are adopted and grafted in, do we have an inheritance in the land also? Or no, that's by Judy Reinbold. And I, she's obviously talking about, uh, I would imagine Gentile believers.
1: Yeah. The the Gentile believers, the adoption, you know, a good chapter for that is, you know, Romans 11. Uh, And the, the, there's no indication as far as I can tell in scripture uh, that says that the land of Israel is an inheritance that is going to spread beyond being given to the Jewish people. Sure. There's no yeah, that's that's the one big thing that is a promise that is only made to the Jewish people. Now you as a Gentile if you put your trust in the death and resurrection of Yeshua for your sins, then you are grafted in the the, the, the tree of, of blessing. You're, part of, you're, you're becoming part of the family of God. Yep. You become a child of Abraham, it says by faith. Yep. But again, again, a child of Abraham is not enough to be a Jew. Remember? That's right. Yep. You have to be a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through the 12 tribes. So you become a, a heir of Abraham, uh, and spiritually, uh, you're in the family of God. But the land of Israel is being given by God to the, to ethnic Israel, to yep. the Jewish people. And, uh, and, um, and that's, uh, that's, that's all I can tell you from scripture.
0: No, 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 totally. Let me add to that really quick to put our hearts at ease. Um, what God has in store, even for us, right? Those that are Gentile believers, it is going to blow our minds. And the last thing on our minds, on the flip side of the rapture, right? When we're in the presence of the Lord, when we come back during the messianic kingdom, the last thing on our mind is going to be thinking, "Oh man, I want a piece of that. I wish I was, you know, a, a an ethnic Jew." That's going to be far from our mind because each one of us is going to have an assigned responsibility by God himself, and we we are going to be busy doing that. Trust me, that is our mind and our thoughts are going to be perfected once we are perfected, right? Once we have version 2.0. Um, and so it's important for us to remember that there is not going to be this jealousy. And I'm not saying that people are, are, are jealous, but even the the smallest thought of, oh, I wish of that or thinking or looking over there, you know, kind of um, uh, wanting to have that. That's not going to be the case. And rest at ease. You're going to work. No eye has seen... No mind can conceive, no ear has heard the things that God has ready for those of us in Christ Jesus. So rest at ease.
1: You know, for the longest time, Pablo, I used to say, kind of jokingly, but I it was there was truth in it. I was saying, you know, when I get to heaven, I want to ask Daniel in person, how was <laughs> yeah. it in the lion's den? Yeah, I want to ask David, how was it when you did this? You know, against Goliath. And the bottom line is, when we get in the presence of God. Uh, you know, I'm not going to ask David or or, or or Daniel, because you know what? I'll be on my face. David will be next to me. Daniel will be next yeah. to me. We'll be on our face. And that's, that's right. You know, we have no idea what's awaiting us. Yeah. It's good, but we don't comprehend.
0: Yeah, yeah. I totally agree, folks. It's going to blow our minds. It's going to be amazing. Okay, do you have time for a handful more, or do you uh, do you need a roll? I'm still here. Okay, we, cool. We can,
1: we can push a little longer. Okay,
0: let's do this. So Mike Elliott says, what does it mean to be messianic?
1: Okay, what it means to be messianic, it certainly doesn't mean the same as being masonic.
0: right? Because oh, some huge, people use yeah. those
1: words not, without paying attention. <laughs> That's a
0: okay, huge well, difference, dude. Well,
1: I I I know, but <laughs> you'd be surprised. Oh, and I, this man. is not what this person is implying. But uh, but people have said, I've introduced me sometimes oh, by yeah. mistake, Olivia is a masonic Jew. Like, no, no, I'm not.
0: No, not at all.
1: Messianic, it's very simple. Messianic comes from the word Messiah. Messiah yep. is the English word of the word Mashiach. Uh, and Mashiach means uh, uh, anointed. That's what it means, anointed in Hebrew. So uh, a Messianic Jew is is like, you can say a Christian Jew, but but because, because of 2000 years of misconceptions and, and a lot of damage done by the church against the Jews yep. and, and, and a lot of anti-Semitism and, and complication, uh, to say, uh, when people say I'm a Christian Jew, even Christians would go like, "How can you be a Christian and a Jew?" So a Messianic Jew is a Jew like myself, a Jew yeah. who believes in the Messiah, and that Messiah is, of course, Jesus Christ, Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus, the Messiah. So Messianic Jew is a Jew who follows the Messiah. Amen. It's no, it's no different uh, from from Pablo, who is a Gentile believer. A follower of messiah and i'm a jewish believer follower of messiah
0: yeah yeah absolutely and and i've also heard the term completed jew
1: yeah i did it's a little antiquated a little old sure uh, in the 60s and 70s people said that a lot during the jesus movement mm-hmm. uh, i'm not against it but i don't use it uh, my favorite terminology when i introduce myself is i'm a jewish believer in jesus
0: amen so amen that, well,
1: that's clear well, jewish i'm still jewish yep i believe and Jesus, there's you know there's no no mistake possible. I say Yeshua too, yeah. but Yeshua is just his Hebrew name.
0: Yeah, I person. agree. And and I'll be honest with you guys, uh, I'm a completed Gentile. I mean, we're all made complete in Christ Jesus. Period. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when we look at the work of the cross, Jesus Christ completed. I mean, he he finished the work at the cross, and so all of us are made complete, righteous in Jesus Christ. So. Um, and
1: uh, maybe the French a little more than the Argentine, but
0: you know. <laughs> you know, I have to say, dude, I don't know who's more prideful in their in their ethnicity, man. The French or the Argentines, dude? Seriously,
1: oh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't care less. I'm just
0: pulling your leg, man. Oh man, that you know, I, there's this this ongoing ridiculous joke. I heard it ever since I was a little kid. That. Um, so this is how Argentines are. When there's lightning outside, they run out when there's lightning, they run outside cuz they think God is taking pictures of them. That's how prideful like Argentines can be, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get you, dude. I totally get you. All right, so let me see. Um Uh this is a good one. Maybe you can point people. Angel Angel wants to know where is the best place to go for current information on Israel and the Temple Mount
1: um well it depends from what perspective okay let's try to good uh, yep uh if you want to where is that book is it on my shelf uh um if you want to learn everything there is to know about the temple from it from a biblical perspective there is a book by a gentleman dear friend of mine gentleman uh randall price
0: oh yeah randall price randall
1: price wrote a book on uh the, it's called the, the 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 temple and Bible prophecy, or and, and he covers every single every single temple in uh, in the in the Bible in detail, and he, he quotes a lot of Jewish writers, Josephus, the Talmud. I mean, it is as thorough as it can be. So, from a, if you want to learn from a biblical perspective, I would say uh, you you get. Um, you get uh, that book it's it's a big book it's like a, i think like 7 700 pages it's wow, huge that's big uh, and uh uh as far as uh, current news uh it's um i got to think about that one because i get a lot of news outlets sending me stuff every day uh for various reasons uh, uh, there is a good uh, there is a good uh, repository of, of news uh, articles uh, from jcpa the Jewish I forgot what it is the, the the acronym for but it's jcpa.org I get their email brief every morning and I don't read every single email but they will cover what's happening on the Temple Mount Very what's cool. happening in Israel and in the in the, the settlements there's, there's a lot of information it they're not believers. Not, but but the, you, there's things that you're not gonna get from from believers if you want to get yeah. good news. You yeah. have to filter it through the Bible. But you got to understand you got to get some of the stuff from non-believers.
0: Israel 365 News is a good place a to good go one. to as well. Israel 365 News is a good place to go if you guys want to get some uh, some good news there as well. Okay, so and, and another one is go for it.
1: honest honest reporting. You know, like uh, being honest. Yep. H-O-N-E-S-T, reporting, honest reporting. Uh, I think it's dot com or dot org. Okay. Uh, they report on the truth about what's going on in the Middle East, and that's that's a
0: good one too. That's good. Yeah, and that's hard to come by. Honest reporting. Okay, so Mike Elliot says is being, and I know the answer, but is being messianic included with being Hebrew roots movement or sacred name movement? No. Yeah, that's the well, simple
1: answer. Well. It shouldn't be. Yeah. And I am not.
0: Yeah.
1: Hebrew roots is actually something that is uh, more of a Gentile thing.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Sure. Uh, And so you can be a, uh, let's say uh, 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 Pablo decides starting tomorrow, to attend a Messianic congregation and worship the same Jesus as I do, but he wants to come to the the, the congregation with me if we live in the same area. And so we sing songs that maybe have a little more of a Jewish flair. Uh, We say we recite some of the Jewish prayers, the liturgy that we would find in synagogue, as long as they don't go against the teachings of Jesus. We celebrate the feast. Uh, and then some of those Messianic congregations even do what they call Davidic dancing, uh, which is a, you know, a dance on, on, on Jewish music uh, during worship. Uh, and the teaching is done from a Jewish perspective. And he could, and I, I, I probably wouldn't have a, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, he could start calling himself, you know, I'm, I'm a Messianic Gentile. Yeah. It, it really doesn't, because he chooses to maybe live a lifestyle of following Jesus in a little bit more of a of a Jewish context sure. because he enjoys that, sure. and that's it. He yeah. does not become a Jew, he does not that change. He he's a gentile who likes that that, that that mode of expression of his faith. Yeah, so he goes to a messianic congregation. So messianic congregation have Jews and Gentiles, messianic Jews and Messianic Gentiles. Yeah, but this is not uh some might mix the two. You might have a messianic congregation made of only gentiles who are pushing the not biblical doctrine of hebrew roots which, which which basically teaches that when a gentile believes in jesus they become part of ethnic israel yeah that is not what the Bible that's teaches. right
0: that's right and it's so, it's important for uh I, I agree with everything you said it's important to be mindful though be very mindful not to engage in becoming legalistic right oh, and, yes. and so it's really really important that we realize that uh, and again, here's another uh, something that Pastor David Hawking would say. We can get caught up in following, case in point, the kosher diet with the belief that if I follow the kosher diet, I'll live longer. And like Pastor David Hawking says, that's not the case. God has an appointed time for each and every one of us. You know, Be mindful of what you eat, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's not going to draw you closer to God or make you more spiritual By following the Jewish kosher diet, so you got to be careful. um, You know how how it is that you go about that, and I'm not discouraging
1: worshiping worshiping on a different day. Correct. You want to worship on Saturday, yeah, because you believe in the Sabbath and and. The Sabbath has never changed. It's Friday night through Saturday night. Sunday is not the new Sabbath. It's just yeah. the worship, the first day of the week. Yep. But but uh, no matter what you choose to do in your own life for you, if you do it for you and you don't impose it on anybody in your family or the people around you, then this is not legalism. Yeah. You do it because you feel Correct. that it's something you want to do. But just remember something. You
0: can never, ever get more saved. That's right. Yep, I agree. 100%. You better believe it. Um, okay, let's see. Um, uh, Mike Elliott. Okay, so I, I got one from Mike. I'm going to get somebody else here. Uh, Linda, here's Linda, and you said, uh, I'll, the name is Peliteri. 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 Question, was 1948 completely fulfilled? And she put in parentheses Ezekiel or partially fulfilled. Uh,
1: okay, first, first of all, I don't believe that there's anywhere in Scripture, and I know that some very good uh, friends of mine might disagree with that. But I don't believe there's one verse in the, the entire Bible that speaks of 1948 as uh, uh, a prophecy from the that you can find 1948 in the Bible. And people will quote, I think the verse from Jeremiah says that a nation we'll is be, born in one, in one, one day. day. Yeah. Yep, and that is actually something that is a reference to when Israel comes to the Lord at the end of the tribulation in the context okay this is not speaking uh, of 1948 this being said 1948 is absolutely a prerequisite for what takes place after yeah the jews could not return to the land of israel if the land of israel did not exist <laughs> it existed true. but not as the modern state of israel yeah. it's always existed but um, uh, and we haven't even talked about Palestine. We'll do that in part two sure. because that's I got some really cool art, artifacts to show you. Uh, so, so the, the 1948, I think it's, it, I believe it's a work in progress. Because we are seeing the Jewish people, uh, as we mentioned the uh, chapter uh, Ezekiel 36 through 39, we're seeing the Jewish people going back in the land in yeah. unbelief, as the Bible tells us. But for them to go back in the land, the land has to exist. So the land exists since 1948. It, it, it's official. yeah, uh, And they're going back in the land and they're you know coming you know uh, in, in in different waves. Uh, since uh, actually since before 1948, since the late 1800s, but officially 1948 is you know the modern state of Israel. So it's a work in progress, and it's going to continue uh, for a while. It's going to continue through the tribulation.
0: Actually. Yeah, I, I like that point. That's really good. You can't have um, you can't have a Aliyah happening if you don't have Israel right in 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 the land, and then you can't have a temple if you don't have uh, Jerusalem and control of the Temple Mount. That will happen. Trust me, that third temple is going to get rebuilt. Keep your eyes on the Temple Mount. Um, all right. Someone said here, Caterlin. Who is the new guy taking over for Pablo? He looks familiar, but a bit different. I know it's his son. It's yeah, it's my, it's the much younger, better looking, more intelligent cousin. <laughs> Yeah. Uh look, the beard'll come back maybe eventually. I don't know. This when I had hair, when I had hair cuz I shave it. I'd take my hat off I I shave it. Um but when I did have hair, uh my my parents never knew what to expect. And uh even after I got married, my wife Inez, would come home and sometimes I'd just shave my head, then let it grow back. I did actually dye my hair color black ones, which was the biggest mistake of my life. I looked like Elvis Presley. Um, so I shaved that off in a week or two but you never know what to expect with me. You never you know be thankful. Last night as I was shaving my beard off, I really highly contemplated leaving my mustache all the way down here like a biker. And I I thought
1: you don't leave a mustache about that (laughs) small.
0: I know I would never do that. That one
1: has been retired.
0: Yeah, that you know what? Someone, I'm not gonna say who, but someone totally ruined that style. I mean, they ruined it for the rest of history. So unfortunately, you'll never see me, even though I have to say, my granddaddy, my nono, Italian on my mom's side, he got pretty close, man. He had he always had a mustache but he would shave it like right up to here. And it was more of the wider Charlie Chaplin kind. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, once the... My boy.
1: dad had a, a, yeah, he was uh, 17 at the liberation of Paris, or 18 maybe, he was born, well, he was born in 25. So 40, he was 20. He was 20 at the liberation of Paris at the end of World War Two. And he decided, I asked him, you know, one day, he says, I decided when the the Americans walked into Paris to liberate France, yeah. that I, I was going to grow a mustache and never shave it. And I have never seen, my dad passed away a few years ago, I have never seen my father without a mustache. He had it his cool. entire life.
0: That is cool, man. I never shaved
1: it. Great. And he started growing it at the liberation of Paris. That's Bro, what whatever. I mean.
0: Dude, what, I mean, I'm, t- I'm telling you what they they were men of their word they would say something and they would just stick to it i love that
1: so i got i, I tell you what we need to wrap this up yeah let's what do we, it I, I, what i want to do is i have a free book to give again
0: oh there we go guys so there, here's a question and
1: you can answer with a number in the chat and the first person that shows the right number uh will uh be announced by pablo and it will go very quick yeah uh, and then i will give you my email i can give you right now because you can uh, actually email me if you have questions it's olivier and you can put that in the description sure. Maybe
0: i'll tell the olivier, yeah
1: olivier melnick number four truth at gmail.com olivier melnick for truth at gmail.com
0: so um uh, lovely mods if you guys could put that email up first okay olivier melnick for truth the n- number four truth um at gmail.com that would be great so let's put that up before you you get cracking um so
1: olivia Melnick for truth at yes gmail.com. i'll tell you
0: i'll tell you as soon as it comes up because i think we're slightly on uh you know that lovely delay here so once mm-hmm. it comes up i don't know if it's like a 10 second delay or a seven second delay i'm not sure but uh there it is okay so ruthie put it up Olivier, yes. uh, let me see, Olivier Melnick for truth at gmail.com. All right, B must see Jacqueline. Jacqueline did as well. Thanks, Jacqueline. Okay, both of you guys. All right, dude. Ready?
1: Ready, guys? Yeah, here we go. How many temples in the Bible?
0: All right, so we have to wait for this one. Uh my lovely mods, you guys have to keep an eye on this feed too, right? So here we go. How many temples in the Bible, right?
1: Yeah. Keep reading the numbers that people are giving you. And as soon as I get the right number, I'll say this is the right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So um, Carly also put our lovely mod Carly, which is great to have you back. Carly, we're praying for you. And you, you can okay. just
1: put the number for now. You don't have to put the, the list. Just okay. give me the number.
0: I'll give you the number. So Liz Miner said three. Whoopi Shaw said three. Jody Reinbold said four. Snoo two said two. Stacy Love Jesus. Three. Diane Northrup six. Suzanne Diane is right. Oh, Diane, you got it. Woo. Let All right. me
1: list them. Please. Okay.
0: The tabernacle
1: in the wilderness is the first temple. In 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 a in a sense of, sure. of you know the, the, the presence of God. The the tabernacle, Solomon's temple, Herod's temple, which is Solomon's redone, basically. Yep. yep the tribulation temple so i'm sorry tabernacle solomon's temple herod's temple uh the tribulation temple the millennial temple at the end of uh, ezekiel what's the sixth one
0: don't say us yes it is your Ah, body is the temple of the holy
1: spirit what i got one right
0: But i don't get
1: my body is the yeah yeah it
0: is yeah yeah paul yeah
1: and so those i mean the the sixth one is a little bit of a tricky one because people think building but uh diane email me your address and i will put this in the mail for you god bless you my sister
0: that is great okay folks so that's a wrap so olivier we are going to do part two we'll get we'll put our heads together i hope you guys enjoyed this this is wonderful Listen, a lot of good questions we didn't get to as well, so save those. Um, I will save and hang on to those for part two. But, Olivia, any parting word? Actually, I have parting words that I would like you to say. We talked a lot about the Jesus you love, the Jesus I love, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came, He died, He rose, and He is alive forever and ever. For those that don't have that hope that we have, how can they get that hope?
1: uh they get it the way i got it 40 years ago uh for me i was introduced to to jesus through the old testament prophecies that spoke of him and uh so i read all the old testament prophecies that spoke of a redeemer of a savior and 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 i realized that it was it was realized it was fulfilled at least in the first coming in it could only be one person it was jesus jesus christ yeshua the messiah and once i realized that he was that person then uh i had to understand that there was nothing i could do on my own absolutely nothing i could do on my own to 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 get to him but it was okay because that was not the way it was intended to be see he came down yeshua jesus is part of 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 the godhead and he came down he lowered himself in the form of a man to come on earth to die for my sins for your sin. It's, it's just hard to grasp, but he died for the sins of everybody. And all we have to do is recognize that we cannot save ourselves. There's nothing I can do to save myself. There's nothing, there's not enough I can do to get to the righteousness level that God expects, which is perfection, holiness. But by Yeshua's death on the cross, by his bloodshed, if I accept that free gift, I I'm given the righteousness of Yeshua, and God looks at me differently, and I'm forgiven, I'm redeemed, I'm saved for all eternity.
0: Amen. Amen. So if any of you want that, uh, let's bow our heads real quick. Father God, we thank you so much for this time, but for those that want to be in Christ, it is a simple prayer. Father God, forgive me of my sins. I turn from my ways. I confess you as Lord and Savior and recognize that you rose from the dead and are alive and well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. That is how simple it is. And if you made that prayer, I would love to hear about it. Olivier would love to hear about it. Um, Email us, please. So listen, folks, real quick. I always want, hang hang out with me real quick, Olivier. The gospel cards, these are huge. I am sending so many of these guys out, these cards out to you guys. And you're the one doing the footwork with these cards as well. And I am just blessed to hear how many folks are passing these out. So I just ordered another batch. They're a little wonky. I got to get them reprinted, but I'm not going to throw them out. I'm not going to throw these cards out. I'm still going to send them out. Um, I'm just picky that way. But if you want 25 of these cards for free, I will send them to you for free. And the way that you order these cards is go to the Serpents and Doves website. Click on the Connect tab right up there. When you click there, you're going to go to this page right here. says contact us. Fill it out. Put your name, your email. Subject line is going to be gospel cards. And then put your, your mailing address and uh, how many cards you want. I'll send 25 out for free. If you want more, all I would ask is that you would consider um, leaving a donation to help offset the cost. However, I'm, I always say this. If you cannot, listen, if you cannot... I don't want the finances to be a means for the gospel not to get out. We'll still send you more than 25. You just tell us how many. And yes, we do send them internationally. Okay? I will send these cards out internationally as well. I just got a request from Sweden. Um, We've sent them out to the Philippines, uh, New Zealand, Australia. um, And and it's just a blessing. It's a huge, huge blessing. So don't forget, folks, uh, go to Olivier's YouTube channel and subscribe there and share it. You guys want to know more about uh, Jewish Roots and uh, about... The real Jewish Roots. That's right. The real Jewish Roots. Go here, and you can always contact Olivier as well, but I highly recommend that you check out Olivier's YouTube channel, subscribe to it, share it, and uh, his website as well, which is chock full of all materials, including his shop right there. Olivier, any parting words, brother?
1: No, I'm uh, looking forward to do part two of our... uh, uh uh of our uh, show on the land of israel because amen. i had some great stuff i wanted to share today but we didn't get to it but it's going to be you guys do not want to miss the second part there's going to yep. be
0: a lot of good information amen i completely agree 100 percent again i am going to order some of these books and uh give those away throughout um the podcast because i love it it's it's a way for us to just get materials into your hands and you guys bless us. Well, we want to be a blessing back to you guys as well. So in the meantime, please keep us in your prayers as we lift each other up before God Almighty in these last days. Remember, I hope you guys were blessed, encouraged, challenged. Remember to get into the Word of God and get the Word of God into you and to keep looking up because our redemption draws near. Thanks, Olivier. Appreciate it, brother. Hello. All right. See ya, everybody. Take care. <laughs>